Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. Hey. All right. Welcome to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah. Having a good day. Let's start the pod. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the GK Show. Oh, uh, I just want to get some more stuff out. So, hopefully, my dog Shiggy doesn't start barking nonstop when trucks go by and everything. But. Let's kick it off. Uh, first off, I just had uh, this random thought that uh, a lot of people like to just shit on celebrities, you know? I think it's because, you know, they're famous and a lot of times they're really good looking and uh, people. I just think people are just jealous, right? There are a few celebrities that, I mean, yeah, some of them maybe, I get why people don't like them, I guess, but there's a couple. Let's just spread some love, okay? Uh, Jamie Foxx, that guy... How talented is that guy? You know what I mean? What the hell is going on? How is that guy that talented? Jamie Foxx, super funny. I was talking to my buddy about this yesterday, and I just wanted to spread this. Jamie Foxx, super, super funny comedian. Not only does stand-up, does characters, you know, his big hit on In Living Color back in the day, uh, which are two totally different things, by the way. Some people are really good at stand-up. Some people are really good at sketch. This guy's great at both. Uh, he can sing. I mean, I know some people might be music snobs and like, well, he's okay, but he's not. He's awesome. He sings way better than I do. I can't sing decent, and he sings really, really well. He's won a Grammy. He can act seriously. Okay, he won an Oscar. Didn't he win an Oscar? Pretty sure he won an Oscar for Ray. And uh, what else? I mean, this guy, I'm sure he can dance. This guy does it all. He does impressions. It's like, geez, man, what can Jamie Foxx not do? And he's a good-looking dude. Good-looking dude. Is he a male model? No, but is he a good-looking guy? Yep. What can Jamie Foxx not do? I feel like just a gifted guy, you know what I mean? I think that if uh, something broke in his house, or your, your, say he was at your house and something broke, and you're like, oh, man, my sink. I don't know what's going on. The water pressure's all messed up. I'm going to have to call somebody. He'd probably be like, I could, I could take care of that. And you'd be like, what? Do you know Do you know plumbing? He's like, nah, but just let me look at it. And then he would just fix it in five minutes. That's how talented he is. Let's move on. Zach Efron. I might have talked about this before. I can't remember if I've publicly spoken about this. That guy is gorgeous. He can dance. He can sing. He can act. He can act seriously. He's very funny. When he, uh, when he acts uh, in comedies. What a talented guy. What a talented dude. And people like to hate. These are, I feel like if Zach, I feel like if your girl comes up to you and she's like, hey, uh, I'm leaving you for Zach Efron. You just have to be like, shit, you met Zach Efron? That was my one goal in life was that you don't meet Zach Efron. Because of course, why would you not? Leave me for fucking Zac Efron, of course. So, I just want to spread that. 
Um, I have a lot of man crushes, but uh, those guys, such talented dudes. I don't know, maybe they're not fun to hang out with, but I doubt it. I doubt it. I bet they'd be awesome hangs. All right, I have a couple interesting little news stories I want to go over. There's a, here's the first one. Woman arrested after pouring alcohol into Taco Bell drive through employee's mouth. That's the headline. I'm going to read that again because I had to read it a couple times. Woman arrested after pouring alcohol into Taco Bell drive through employee's mouth. I have so many questions just off this headline. How, if you're in a drive through are you able to reach up? It's usually up, right? I don't know how big your car is. Maybe the lady has a big truck, but... You can reach out, and they, their employee's head, what is it, like out the window? And then you just, what do you, grab the back of their head with one hand? Are you outside your window? And you just grab the back of their head and fucking throw alcohol down their throat? How does that even happen? Is this woman like Mr. Fantastic? Is that the guy with the his arms and legs can stretch and stuff? I don't know. So... Let's uh, give it a read. An Oregon sheriff's office took to Facebook to share its, quote, weirdest DUI arrest of the weekend, end quote, in which law enforcement officials arrested a woman after she poured alcohol into a Taco Bell drive through employee's mouth. According to Washington, I love that. Do you hear that? you even get that? The sheriff took to Facebook. Why is everybody taking to Facebook about everything? According to Washington County Sheriff's Office, the incident took place around 1 a.m., of course, on a Saturday at a Taco Bell branch in Beaverton, Oregon. The suspect, 23-year-old Eliana Aguilar Aguilar from Cornelius, Oregon, had a blood alcohol level of 0.12%. The Oregon state limit is 0.08. So I live in California. The limit is 0.08 as well. 0.12 is not that drunk. That is not that drunk. I feel like if you have a couple beers in an hour... That's probably 0.08. So 0.12, I mean, maybe I'm an alcoholic. That is not that, that's not hammered at all. I know people who have gotten DUIs, granted, these are pretty bad, but they were like 0.3. So, I mean, they were very drunk, though. I think the guy I'm talking about crashed into like a parked uh, school bus or something. So he was really drunk. But, uh, so. 0.12, and so first of all, this lady's name is Eliana Aguilar Aguilar. I didn't say that wrong. I wasn't stuttering. Aguilar hyphen Aguilar. If your last name is Aguilar and you marry somebody with the last name Aguilar, do you really have to do the hyphen? Why? Her name's Eliana Aguilar. She married somebody Aguilar, so she goes hyphen Aguilar, so you just write in your name twice? I don't know about that. If my wife's last name was Keith, I wouldn't be like fucking go Keith Keith. <laughs> You're Christy Keith Keith now. She's like, can't it just be Christy Keith? I was already Christy Keith. Nah, people need to know that you have two Keiths. Christy Keith Keith. KKK. Horrible, horrible initials. All right, so let's read on. <clears throat> the Washington County Sheriff's Office did not immediately respond to Yahoo Lifestyle's request for comment. Sorry, I had to check to make sure I was really recording. Um, but wrote in its Facebook post that she poured the alcohol into the employee's mouth, quote, right in front of a sheriff's office sergeant, end quote, while she was, quote, still in her car. What? So she did this in front of a sheriff's office sergeant, so in front of a, a sergeant. She's still in her car. How do you pour something in someone's throat? Was the drive through employee in her car as well? I have so many questions, and there's no video, obviously. Um... 
this lady, look at her. She looks like uh, she looks as if she looks as if she started like a fitness program. She might be quite the looker. The Oregonian reported that Aguilar Aguilar's drink of choice was Hennessy Cognac. No shit. But Washington County Sheriff's Office Deputy Brian Van Cleef clarified that the Taco Bell employee didn't actually consume the alcohol. I like how that had to be clarified. Like that employee was like, look, man, I'm going to get fired if my boss finds out I drank some Hennessy on the job. They're not going to care how it happened. I got two strikes already. Can we just keep this under wraps? <laughs> Say I spit it out. Quote, we talked to the employees after, and he said most of it was spilled on him and that he didn't actually consume the Hennessy. Van Cle Why is that even important? He's the victim. Who gives a shit if some Hennessy got down his throat? Van Cleef told the Oregonian, the driver and employee didn't know each other. That is, I feel like that's even weirder. Doesn't it seem like this would be someone you knew? While the police made light of the incident with their Facebook post, some people didn't agree that it was funny and spoke out in the comments section about how it's inappropriate for the police to post about her in jest. I love this. Who in the world is commenting on police Facebook posts? I I live on well, I live in Southern California in a city. I don't check my local sheriff's department Facebook page. I don't even know if they have one. I guess they probably do. Who's checking that? Hey, I just want to keep up on my sheriff's department Facebook page. Unless there's a serious situation going on. Like, hey, there's a streaker on the loose. Watch your kids or something. Or there's a rapist out there, serial rapist. Like, I don't know. Why, why are you constantly checking? So let's see some of these comments. Quote, I understand this is comical, but it's at the expense of someone that made a mistake that will impact her life for a long time. Why are we shaming her? One person wrote. Who gives a fuck? She, who cares? She was 0.12 and she was a, a, basically, isn't that assault to just force alcohol down someone else's throat or try to? Another person, quote, I'm disappointed that the sheriff's office thinks this is appropriate. People should still have to experience the consequence to their actions, but kicking them while they're down doesn't seem like something that's helping build community. <laughs> okay. Why do these people care? This is a Taco Bell employee who got Hennessy forced down his throat, almost, sort of, but got on him. Wink, wink, boss, don't fire me. Someone else suggests that everyone makes mistakes. They just aren't viral on social media. Okay, that is true. We all make mistakes. I've never, and has anyone listening ever, been at a Taco Bell drive-thru with some cognac, some Henny? And tried to force it down the drive-through employee's throat. Is that a mistake we all make? I don't know. It's kind of an interesting mistake. I feel like it's worth going. Hey, this is kind of weird. We've all done that. Do we go through Arby's? Give me a beef and cheddar and fucking get over here. <laughs> Drink some of this Jack Daniels I brought with me in the car. I don't think that makes any sense. Quote, come on now, we all have our finest moments, just not everyone's is plastered all over social media, the person wrote. Quote, Remind, reminder to never drink and drive and or pour. Ha <laughs> ha. Quote, seems even weirder that the government officials are publicly shaming a human. <laughs> okay. Another person wrote, isn't the point of an arrest like that to help someone and make sure they aren't endangering themselves or others? Why brag or shame? I think the point of the arrest for something like that is you just fucking tried to pour alcohol down a drive through employee's mouth. You can't do that. I don't think there's any deeper meaning to that arrest. Don't do that. Stop it. Illegal. We got to take you to jail. You're arrested. Aguilar Aguilar was released from Washington County Jail on Tuesday. Representatives from Taco Bell did not immediately respond to Yahoo Lifestyle's request for comment. Why do you need Taco Bell to comment on this story? Hey, so does this happen often? Uh, hey, are you happy that someone in your drive-thru at 1 a.m. 
tried to pour Hennessy down your employee's throat. Is that employee fired? I would like the, I don't want that to be the comment. You know what I mean? The manager comes out. Yeah, well, we determined that some of that Henny got down our employee's throat and he is fired. That is strike number three. All right, so that story, pretty fun. Next story. Let's see. Minnesota boys lasso large sturgeon in creek. Sturgeon. What's a sturgeon? It looks like looks like a big ass fish. Like, it's a, like I'm like an alligator almost. A pair of Minnesota boys landed a monster 73 inch sturgeon using nothing but an unusual fishing tool, a lasso. Owen Sanderson, 14, said he and friend Mark Hoekstra were fishing next to the 56th Street Bridge in Edina when they spotted the gigantic fish. One of the boys' fathers filmed as they pulled off the unusual catch. So there's a 73-inch fish, and the dad's like, I got it. I got my iPhone out. (laughs) Go get that fucking sturgeon, boy. (laughs) They're from Minnesota, so they definitely don't talk like that, but in my head they do. Hey! Looking, rig up a lasso and catch me that fucking sturgeon. Matt gave me a rope with a slip knot and I just put it under his tail and yanked, Sanderson told, K- Sanderson told KTSP TV. That is the only TV station, by the way, that gives a shit about two teenage boys roping in a sturgeon. Quote, I pulled on the rope and it worked and then he scratched my chest with his tail as he tried to get away. The boys returned the fish to the creek after measuring it. What an interesting day for that sturgeon. You know what I mean? I don't know what sturgeons do, but sturgeon is going about it today. Hey, I'm 73 inches. I'm hanging out. I'm having a good time. What is that, a lasso? What are those kids doing? Oh, shit! Help! Somebody! And then you're like, this is it. This is how I die. They're taking him out of the water. They got a tape measure. He's like, why do they have that? My ex was really concerned about my length as well. Then they measure him and throw him back in. Oh, well, that fucking didn't end so bad. Weird day for that sturgeon. Uh, there's a video as well, so if you guys are interested, just Google Minnesota boys lasso large sturgeon in creek. Sturgeon is surgeon with with a, a T after the S, by the way, if anyone's wondering how to spell it. All right, new fun story. One million Powerball ticket, one million dollar Powerball ticket was on oblivious winner's table for over a month. God, this is the story we all want, isn't it? We all want it to happen to us. A North Carolina man said his $1 million Powerball ticket spent more than a month on his dining room table before he knew of his good fortune. The North Carolina man who purchased his ticket from Nanba LLA in Bennettsville, South Carolina, told South Carolina education lottery officials that, he s- that the slit of paper sat undisturbed on his dining room table for over a month. I know we're all thinking the same thing. What if that guy threw it away? What if his wife threw it away? I don't know if he has a wife. Can you imagine? Your wife's like, clean up your mess. That's you had a bunch of trash on that table for a week. <laughs> it's been two days. Clean up, clean up the table. I cleaned it for you. And they just never know that he's sitting on a million dollars. How much would that suck? How much would that suck? What if he took a picture of it? What if he had made a routine of taking pictures of his lottery tickets just so he could, you know, know what the, I don't know, whatever. What if he randomly took a picture of it? What if we took a picture of something in the room, you could zoom in on the table, see the numbers. I just keep changing the what if. And then later he looks at it and goes, hey, you cleaned that table last week? I had a lottery ticket worth a million dollars on it. How weird is that? Isn't that weird? Because if they threw it out and and they never found out, they'd just never know. They'd never know. And the thing that's hilarious is the guy, it sounds like he plays the lottery 
uh, all the time because it says it later in the story. Here, I'll just finish it. Quote, I have a bad habit of waiting to check my lottery tickets, the man said. So that is, I would assume that he plays a lottery all the time. The ticket matched the first five numbers from the June 8th drawing, 9, 13, 42, 48, 60, missing only the Powerball number 18. Ah, oh, it sucks. Could have made probably 50 times as much. Um, yeah, so that's so funny. So this guy won a million dollars. What if he what if he just threw out that ticket or got lost? His wife cleaned it. Someone cleaned it. He cleaned it. Whatever. And then this guy just still plays the lottery the rest of his life going, fuck, I have the worst luck. I've never won. I've never even won 10 bucks. <laughs> Can you imagine? Then you just die. What if that's what happens when you die? You go to some place, God, whoever, whatever you think happens. And they're like, and you just, and you get to complain like, Hey, what do you think about your life? He's like, well, kind of sucked. You know what I mean? It was all right, but it could have been better. And they're like, what if I tell you, you won the lottery? How did I win the lottery? I used to play the lottery all the time. Never won the lottery. It's like, yeah, July, whatever, you know, or June, I guess it'd be June 24th, <laughs> 2019. You won a million dollars, but you never turned in the ticket. <laughs> you'd be dead, but you'd want to kill yourself. All right, next story. Lost kangaroo hops through city, runs red light. What country do we think this is, guys? If you thought Australia, ding, 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 you win, nothing. Wagga Wagga, Australia. What a great name for a place in Australia with that accent. Wagga Wagga. Where do you live? I live in Wagga Wagga. It's like you're making a joke. You're Australian. Hey, where do you live? I live in Oi Oi. I'm over. I'm I'm three tans over in Wagga Wagga. I don't know how good that accent is, but it's fun to do. An apparently disoriented kangaroo hopped through an Australian city and was caught on camera running a red light. How is that the first sentence? Did it get a ticket for running the red light? It's a fucking kangaroo running a red light. Is it running a red light? Was it supposed to obey traffic laws? It's not in a car. It's a kangaroo. It's not a pedestrian. It's a kangaroony. A video recorded Monday morning in Wagga Wagga and tweeted by local real estate business Fitzpatrick's shows the eastern gray kangaroo roaming a busy street and hopping through a red light. They're really trying to nail this kangaroo for this red light. That is literally two sentences and both sentences in this story are talking about how he ran the red light. I think the person who wrote this, who wrote this, let's see, Ben Hooper. Ben Hooper sounds like he hates kangaroos. We got a problem with these kangaroos. They're running red lights. We got to fucking put in prison. We got to kill all the kangaroos. Death penalty. Running a red light. That can cause an accident. Calm down, Ben Hooper. Mark Sayer, a veterinarian at Coringal Veterinary Hospital, said the clinic sent a team to help capture the kangaroo when it was cornered in a parking lot by local authorities. First sentence without mentioning that red light. They should be like, also, this motherfucker ran a red light. Did we tell you about that? Sayer said the kangaroo may have panicked and ended up in the city after being separated from its mob. He said it was given a health examination and released outside the urban area. I think that's interesting that kangaroos, you guys probably all know this, but, you know, like different animals, it's like, oh, uh, you know, crows. If there's a group of them, it's called a murder of crows. So apparently, you know, it's a flock of seagulls. It's a whatever, right? So a mob, a group of kangaroos is called a mob. Fun little trivia. That'd be funny if they call them that because... Dr. Doolittle once spoke to kangaroos, and they're like, Hey, fucking, what are we doing here, Vinny? Huh? You want to fucking hop through some fucking red lights? What do you think, huh? Hey, Vincenzo, we're thinking about getting the fuck out of here. Fucking run to some fucking red lights. What do you want to fucking do, huh? That's why they call kangaroos a mob. All right. 
Next story. I love this story. Bella's house from Twilight listed on Airbnb. Oh my God, I have a boner. Bella, Bella Thorne, was that her last name? Or is that somebody else? Is that a famous person? I don't know. Bella, no, it's not Bella Thorne. The Bella Thorne, I think, is an actress or something. I don't know anything about pop culture. Anyways, I watched the Twilight movies, and I gotta say, as a man who I wasn't even at the age range that I think those movies were geared towards, uh, I liked the Twilight movies. I thought they were pretty interesting, you know? I think I saw them on the road or something when I was by myself, or that's when I got into it. I was like, oh, I might as well go see Twilight. I remember I did see Fifty Shades of Grey by myself <laughs> on the road. Where was I, Connecticut or something? I went to the movie theater. There was so much buzz about Fifty Shades of Grey. Sorry for this quick tangent. And I was like, everybody wants to see this movie? Like, I had nothing to do. I'm by myself. I'm like, I'll go see Fifty Shades of Grey. And <laughs> I go... There was, I've never been in a movie theater. It was packed, packed full of women. Just women were going in groups, just friends, like groups of five, ten women. And when the lights finally went down, you know, because the movie's going to start, it was like, oh, 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 you just heard this all over the theater. And I'm just this dude by myself. <laughs> I don't know what people thought about me. I probably looked like some sort of weird rapist or something. You know what I mean? Just in, you know, I don't know. I either probably looked like a gay dude who had no one to go with. Uh, I feel like gay dudes would have like their female friends or so I don't know. I mean, I don't, do gay dudes even like Twilight? I liked it. Anyways, um, I just I looked like a creep. At the very least, I looked like a creep. You know what I mean? Uh, best case scenario, I'm a creep. Worst case scenario, I'm a serial killer who kills women. And I'm stalking him at this uh, theater. I don't, I don't know if it was Connecticut. I don't know where it was. Anyways, Bella's house from Twilight is listed on Airbnb. Fans of the Twilight film series. Well, wow, that was weird reading. Fans of the Twilight film series can now spend the night in the Oregon house that served as the filming location for Bella Swan's home. The Twilight Swan House in St. Helens is available to rent on Airbnb for between $330 and $440 a night, depending on the day, but is only available for stays of two nights at a time or more. Well, that's a lot of Airbnbs, okay? They don't want people doing one-night rentals. Quote, stay in this famous movie house. For the first time ever, you are now able to experience the inside of the home. So loving... So loving referred to as the Twilight Swan House. This house, Bella Swan, that's her fucking name, right? Not Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne, I gotta look up who Bella Thorne is. This house was featured as the home of Charlie and Bella Swan in the movie Twilight. The description reads, I, all I had to do is read. All I had to do is read and I would have known that. This charming 1930s home is located in a quiet neighborhood in downtown St. Helens within walking distance to the historic riverfront. Short drive to Portland, it says. Well, guys, I want to stay in that house and watch the entire Twilight Saga as I jerk it to a Kristen Stewart poster. All right, that was a little much, but that would be kind of fun to stay there. Not for 3.30 at night. Come on. Maybe if you had a bunch of people. That'd be fun. Just get a group of people. That'd be a, that'd be a weird trip. You guys want to go to, where is it? Is it Beaverton? Uh, what did they say? Beaverton? St. Helens. I think it's in St. Helens. Yeah, St. Helens, Oregon. That'd be fun. Hey, you guys want to go to St. Helens, Oregon? We'll get the Twilight House, the Bella Swan House, and uh, we'll just watch the whole saga. New Moon. Uh, what was the last one? I can't remember. Anyways, it was really good. I really liked it. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Next story. Oh, I like this one. Giant lizard climbs on ATM outside bank. And there's a video of this. It's so funny. 
A surprise witness outside a bank in Thailand recorded video of an unusual ATM customer, a monitor lizard climbing on the machine. The video, recorded Sunday outside a bank in Saraburi, shows the, the large lizard climbing on the buttons and screen of the cash machine. The filmer said the lizard initially appeared to be attempting to enter the business, which was closed at the time. A monitor lizard wants to get into the bank, but forgot it was the weekend. He climbs ATM instead, the filmer wrote. Here's what, I know this story is not that, you know, great. Just a big lizard who, this lizard's huge, by the way, and it climbed on the ATM. This is what I'm picturing, though. You are in a rush. You're having the worst day you've had in a while. You have to crap, but you really need money. So you're like, I gotta stop at the ATM. You're whatever. Okay, your wife's mad at you. Your kids are just giving you shit, and you need to go to the ATM because you have to make a payment because you're about to get evicted, and your landlord is breathing down your back. And the landlord goes, "You don't get back here. Ten minutes with that money, I'm kicking your whole family out of this house." That's probably not how the Thai landlord would speak. But anyways, then you're like, "Fuck! God damn it!" You're pissed. You're having the worst day ever. You go to the ATM. You're in a rush. You're in a time crunch. This could also be you're late for a play or something. You need money. I don't know. Whatever. You're late for something. I don't you know. It has to be as extreme as your family hates you and the landlord's about to evict you. But uh, you show up to the ATM and there's a fucking huge lizard on it. Oh, you would just you'd hate life at that point. You're already having a bad day and you're like, fuck, god damn it. Only me. This only would happen to me. Lizard on my ATM? Anyways, that's the reason I read that story, just to go into that weird hypothetical. All right, here's the last one. Idaho man covers his wife in plastic wrap for Guinness World Record. An Idaho man who has broken more than 100 Guinness World Records earned another title when he wrapped his wife in plastic wrap in 1 minute 57 seconds. Don't you think if you had a really small wife, you could do it quicker? You know what I mean? Not to be a dick, but don't you think if you're wife was like a dwarf or if she was just really really small it's just less plastic wrap you could just annihilate that record oh really i wrapped my three foot five inch wife in plastic wrap in 58 seconds so <laughs> it took you almost two minutes week <laughs> this guy looks like his wife is normal sized what a this dork this is such a weird life david rush who has broken dozens of guinness world records in his pursuit to promote stem education that's pretty cool sorry i called him a dork said it took four practice tries and 12 official attempts to successfully cover his wife from the bottoms of her feet to her neck in plastic wrap he said guinness guinness rules required that she have no rips tears skin or clothing left uncovered by the wrap he should have just covered her naked you know what i mean that would have been fun for him that would have been fun for the guinness world record officials to watch that way there's no clothing exposed rush said the plastic tore on several attempts as he found it particularly difficult to wrap his wife's joints he was eventually able to complete an attempt in one minute 57 seconds beating the previous record by two seconds suck it other guy rush's previous records include fitting 146 blueberries in his mouth popping 200 balloons with a nail and throwing and catching a flaming sword 64 times in one minute okay First off, two, two points about this story. One, these people have an awesome marriage. I don't know them. David Rush and his wife. How fun is their marriage? He's like, hey, babe, I'm thinking about breaking the Guinness World Record for covering a wife in plastic wrap. You down? And she's like, yep. Why didn't you bring that up sooner? Why would we not do this? Can you? I can't imagine asking Christy, my wife, hey, babe, so there's this... Guinness World Record for wrapping your wife in plastic wrap, and it's a minute 57. I think I could do better. 
Are you down to let me wrap you in plastic wrap? She'd look at me, roll her eyes, and might not even say anything, just walk away. Or she'd be like, why would, you, why would I do that? That sounds so dumb. I'm like, but I think we could beat these people from Idaho. Then we'd have a Guinness World Record. <laughs> and she'd be like, nope, not doing it. And then I would beg her for a couple weeks. Periodically, I'd bring it up, and then I'd finally drop it. So anyways, they have a great marriage. Um, I would love to be in the bedroom. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in their bedroom, watch their kinky sex life. Do you think that you have, like, post, we just said a Guinness World Record sex? Like, yeah. He just, what if he just keeps her wrapped in it, pokes a hole where the vagina is, and they just go at it? I don't know. It's possible. I'm probably wrong, but it's possible. So, <clears throat> excuse me, that was my first takeaway from this. The other thing is, what, what is not a Guinness World Can you just come up with anything and make it a Guinness World Record? Because I feel like you can't. I feel like I looked into this, and... They're not just like, we don't take just anything as far as, you know, judging for a Guinness World Record. But you take this. It's like, that's so weird to me. So you walk in and go, hey, Guinness, I have uh, this idea. I want to set the world record for, you know, most times I change my T-shirt in, uh, in a minute. And they're just like, that's dumb. I'm like, that's, that's dumb? How's that dumb? You have a guy who's got uh, pop balloons with a nail. You got, he's... Uh, caught a flaming sword throwing and catching a flaming sword 64 times in a minute fitting 146 blueberries in your mouth but you're like hey what if i do like uh you know i take my t-shirt off and you know and then i see how many times i could do that in a minute they're like that's stupid why would we ever take our time to do that call us when you want to fit 147 blueberries in your mouth all right so i don't know man maybe you know what i think that t-shirt thing might be an actual thing so key takeaways from today is zach efron and jamie fox are gorge uh if you guys haven't yet please rate the podcast five stars if you want to leave a review that's fine um looking into getting doing some different things just having fun talking every day i can uh yeah so i leave town on sunday and I come back on Thursday, and then I'll be doing more podcasts, but hopefully I'll crank out a couple more uh, uh, before all of that. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my daddy.